You're listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. I'm Sewell Time, and I'm joined by Sally Bug 2. Sally Bug, can you hear me? Right here. Oh, Green Stego joined us. How nice. Hey, Green Stego, what do you think of the uh, new trailer that just dropped? New trailer revealing even more Beyond Light content, just ever so slightly, was amazing. I'm a big fan of the new abilities. I'm a big fan of that void wall grenade um, making that ice wall. That was a little exciting to throw something up like against a wall to, to that you then can jump up on to achieve new heights. Now, mm-hmm. that's exciting in one respect, but being someone... Uh, that is Who jumping challenge. Jumping it's, challenge. <laughs> yeah, is jumping challenge. It's also I could see another. It's just bringing my jumping challenges to a whole another level. It's like yeah. not only do you have to jump this puzzle, but you have to build it as you're jumping. I think this is one of the reasons why I have stayed at well. One of many reasons. Um. Uh that I've stayed away from Fortnite is because it's like, uh, all right, I need to build and jump up on this and then shoot kind of all at the same time. So I'm a little bit concerned <laughs> about that. That, that, that seems a little bit, it, it's a little bit scary. Um, and I think I, I alluded to this and, and I feel like I've been, I was a. It looks like we're um, we're good to go. Soul time. Things have. Yeah. To, uh, Things have mellowed can, out. Soul time. Can we? Can you say something? Because I can't hear you now. Okay, so soul time's gone, but we can be heard. <laughs> we we'll get this going eventually. Oh my so, goodness! <laughs> so at any rate, I, I I sounded a little more apprehensive than I actually am. I really am super excited about this new ability, and it's fun to like have. It's injecting some uh, newness, not just oh a new location and a new storyline, but also adding this piece. I'm not necessarily. I've always like in any of these uh, dark versus light type games, I've always veered towards the light, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just something about uh, doing the dark. But the, on the other hand, I'm excited about exploring new things that my uh, character can do. And... Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm just apprehensive because it's a new learning curve and my learning curve is much, I feel much takes longer than others. And I think that the, um, the darkness in is, um, the darkness in destiny, the destiny universe Mm -hmm. is, a lot more interesting with the way that it's seducing guardians to 
um, experiment with its powers. Um, because a lot of the times in these like games where there is a binary between either light powers or dark powers, um, the way that you enhance your progress towards the the path of darkness is by making um, like mean choice. moral choices. Like, right. yeah, let this person die or steal this kid's lunch money in Fable. Or <laughs> in, and I think that, for one, when you're playing those games, um, it just feels a lot more wholesome to choose the side of lightness, the side of good. Right. Um, yeah, it's, well, we can hear you. I can hear you, Sultime. Um, now, so... how are the comments coming in through uh, <laughs> YouTube? Can all three of us be heard, be heard. at the same time? The, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, Sega, was there, ha you know, for, for any of you who have been kind of following the lore and following the storyline behind um, what's been going on in, um, in the Destiny universe is it's always been a little bit of a question in the back of your mind of whether the Traveler is a hundred percent good. A hundred percent light because you know, you think of the history with the Traveler and the Fallen. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh it, the traveler picked up and left the fallen for whatever reason that we don't know and or maybe because it was being pursued by quote unquote the darkness um but uh i i think that question has always been that little little inkling of a voice in the back of my mind. Of, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're seduced and, and we're believing that what we're doing is for the good of humanity. And for the most part, yeah. I mean, we're basically just trying to protect earth and, and humans and gender, the human race. But, uh, is it a hundred percent good? We don't know that, that, uh, has, been a bit of a question in the in the it, it in the is. lore. I can I, I can hear you. Ah, uh, it's it's Ubuntu's fault. <laughs> well, here's the thing about the traveler and whether or not the traveler is good. It's kind of like, like, yeah, you can look at it as the traveler shows up, finally finds some champions that aren't quite up to snuff, but there's some potential there. And so teaches us the ways and leads us into the golden age so that we can better ourselves and become strong enough to stand against any aggressors for the traveler. And that manipulation could be seen as uh, selfish, but we don't really know what it's like to be, um, hunted anytime you're awake or not comatose by these pyramid ships for thousands of years or however long the 
this dynamic has existed. And, you know, if you're being hunted, I think that you're allowed um, a little more context to the kinds of rash decision-making that you can make in the interest of self-preservation. So, man, we are having some major technical difficulties this time around. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, I... It's like the... It's like the Bungie hotfix team trying to fix Telesto. <laughs> so I, I really don't know whether or not we're, uh, we're actually on the quote-unquote right side. Um, now, the reason that we have these um, superpowers, so to speak, and the reason that we have uh, the light um, and are able to do these things is because of the Traveler, right? The Traveler came and, mm-hmm. and terraformed our, our solar system. and But Guardians, we as Guardians were given these uh, powers by the Traveler. He sent out the ghosts and gave us these powers to help protect but uh yeah from the chat is like are we protecting humanity or did they send those send the travelers out and and create us just to protect is like self-preservation hold on did i hear you say travelers are we are we Traveler. No, you're right. It's just one. Okay. Oh, well, I don't well, know. Maybe there's another know. one, but as far as we know. And um, have the are these pyramid ships in this darkness? Is that what the darkness has been in the lore over the past uh, six or so years, or is this something different? I I don't know. And is it again? Well, is I it don't... the right side, or is it? If there really is no right or wrong side, but uh, exactly. definitely well, I think the travelers recruited Drifter. us. Yes, absolutely. And I think that um, the Hive right now are kind of looking at us as like um, almost jealous in in the way that Sabathun is looking at the hive's relationship with the with humanity because they're like no we've we're the children of the darkness you don't step on our turf right but also um it kind of feels like the darkness is just kind of using the hive as like almost with like a level of ambivalence well, and and like, there yeah, is, they're like my yeah. firstborn children or whatever, but but I'll take a I'll take hum, humanity. I'll take humans if they end up being stronger than the hive. Who cares? Something to this new uh, the new storyline that's coming in Beyond Light. We have a returning character that was always uh, uh, had a mis- mystery around around them um the stranger right so yeah so um 
So Stego. Yes. Uh, the stranger. What do you think? Rumored what? to be Elsie Bray. And and I wasn't that proven in the sister. lore. Was that proven in the lore? I mean, I could probably look it up on Ishtar Collective. I'm going to look that up right now. Uh, I need to I, know. I, but um, also, when we first met, like, she was kind of our guide in the original story. Mm-hmm. The the stranger. Like, sort of. I She certainly gave us um, some guidance of what we needed to do next and how we needed to um, deal with what was going on in the original storyline. And uh, so we had this stranger, but not forged in light, fighting something in the background. If you remember when we had those Mm -hmm. first uh, interactions with, with them, so it it's just it's hard to know exactly like it and, really is. and she or or they have definitely more information regarding the situation so i i don't know yeah, I'm well, at, I'm looking at some of the lore, so just uh, you, she's a you very talk interesting character. I'm very excited about the the alliance, this new darkness fire team that's coming about with the stranger and Eris and Drifter. That's um, very intriguing where that could go. Um, um, I don't know about Drifter, but I haven't seen it, but um. We also know that the stranger has a floating companion like a ghost, but not a ghost. And so I'm wondering if powers of darkness and get her own darkness ghost. And maybe same with the drifter. All in the drifter storyline that uh, their ghosts were were destroyed. Something having to do with it when he was out with his fire team. Look, it could be. Drifter's been in a number of sticky situations, and it could be either that his ghost has perished, or it could be that in the interest of self-preservation, he doesn't let his ghost come out anymore. Either way, um, I could see either being plausible. But I... I I also don't think I've seen uh, Zavala's ghost... And do you think there would be dark, right, or or shacks for that matter? Like maybe their ghosts don't come out, mm-hmm. but they but that they have them. But we know through the storyline that Eris doesn't have hers; that she lost her ghost a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But she's still alive. Like her, like so, she's still. I mean, I, I, what is it? It's like she's mortal, right? And but it I'm seems, not so seems sure. Like it. it seems like they they maintain her as mortal, but man, she sure does put herself for someone who is nest, quote unquote mortal. She sure puts herself out there to uh, potentially be. Well, she is clutching onto that Ahamkara bone. 
like mm. no other. That's in so her orb, it could be right. So yeah. it's that orb that's keeping her alive. Right? Yeah, that may very well be the case. Um, anyway, I don't think we're going to solve uh, the audio issues this time around. Can you well, guys hear me? Well, the last I saw was said everybody's. Um, we can hear you. Everybody's coming through. We've all everybody's just said something. Through. Can we get a? Can oh, we get a? Okay. One Jeez. more double check. Can Soul Time, Sallybug, and Green Stego yeah. be heard? We've we've all three of us just been talking. Well, that's just dandy. I think it's a first for this. Audio has and, been good. Okay. All right. Thank hey, you very much hey, for at the least feedback. From one, thanks so. for. Thank you so much, Fractious Heart and uh, the Funny Bone, the Funny Bone, the one and only, for um, supporting us and tuning in today on this beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, there's talk of moving this to an evening time uh, so that Green Stego isn't so groggy, uh, but we'll we'll uh, we'll keep everybody posted uh, in the oh, future. Uh, it it problem it's it hasn't been a problem. Uh, uh, I mean I mean I mean. Uh... If if the discussion's happening, that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I probably won't be animated. staying up until three a.m. Um, playing Animal Crossing every Friday. Animal Crossing, <laughs> wow, that's great. You know, um, before we end the the podcast today, I'd like to just have each of us weigh in about what else they've been ingesting in terms of media, at least, uh, and maybe food as well. Uh, but I, I would like, I'm proud to say that I've picked up on, um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag again, and I'm trying to do the achievements and it's been a load of fun. It's a nice little morning ritual where I can go into the game, uh, see what, what sequence I need to finish next. And the, and the way the game works with the, the achievements is you get an achievement for every sequence that you complete and they're sort of like these missions that you unlock yeah that you that you unlock and so um and i'm going sequentially now uh and it's it's really nice to just go in and and i i approach destiny this way when i can but it's kind of harder to do with destiny as a casual player we rely so much on youtube and reddit and things like that just so we can get things done and it doesn't take 10 hours to do a simple thing um but uh, with this i can go in and play the sequence right and just see it for the first time and experience it and maybe not get a hundred percent of it and all the little subquest things done uh and then after i played through it once then i go to the youtubes and see, okay, what kind of strategies are available to me to get this thing 100%. So it's kind of first, you know, going in blind and having fun that way. And then the fun of carrying out a, uh, somebody's strategy or looking at their strategy and saying, you know what, I could probably do that without the sleep darts or without... Um, without doing whatever they did and do it my own way. So it's a lot of fun. It's a very satisfying uh, gaming experience. Uh, you like taking on that challenge. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. And it's a break from Destiny, which at the rate that Sally Bug and I have been playing it is, is most welcome. 
as well. Mm-hmm. And Green Stegger, you mentioned Animal Crossing. Uh, if you're staying up till 3 a.m., I'm imagining uh, it's pretty good. Yes. Well, there was there was a a development in our island, and um, and we decided to restart, get a fresh island, um, and plan things a little bit more uh, from the get go. Excellent. In terms of the way that we're going to develop our island, um, and so Cassia and I have been playing Animal Crossing: New Horizons on the Nintendo Switch and for is a few it, days. Do you have do you have two switches so that you two are playing together, or are you just doing oh, no. one where you're playing together? We're doing one. We're building one island paradise together that we can both gotcha. live on. That sounds like fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. So it is. What have you been um, up to? Uh, a lot of um, just watching. Like I, I'll, I'll sit and like either do because my um, my stationary bike is in our living room, just so that I remember to get on it and, and stay active. Especially important Ooh. during this. <laughs> especially important during <laughs> during this quarantine. So um, uh, I enjoy getting on that and watching you do your challenges, uh, maybe give you a little feedback again, but you know, that goes back to our old kind of RPG games. And I've done this with you with previous versions of Assassin's Creed and like either trying to get all the flags or um, just helping you kind of work out uh, how are we going to, I need to get from here to there um, and I need to get these things done and how do I do it? So I just, again, back, what I like to call backseat gaming. Um, so I've been doing a little of that. And um, and it's kind of nice because when we play Destiny, we're not in the same room, which isn't right. you know it's not ideal because we like to be with each other in our free time, and so it's nice that we have that. Um, and of course, watching uh, we had already mentioned staying with the private theme of uh, watching the five. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies over the past, although I'm a little disappointed because we found out that the last one, which the one that we watched last night, is only available through TBS right now because I guess they have Disney. It's probably on the Disney Channel. Yeah, it's probably on Disney as well. Um, But we uh, we don't have uh, Disney subscription we we had it originally and then we got rid of it because we just weren't using it enough we watched it we wanted to watch the mandalorian so we got it initially to watch the mandalorian and then i watched a few old movies i think a couple of them that um, darn just, cat just yeah that darn cat just uh, like some fun nostalgic type <laughs> stuff um but then we it, it was like for the and it's not really that expensive. What is it? Ten dollars? Is it ten dollars? Three dollars a month. Do you know? I think it's Stego, fifty dollars you... a month. I think it's. I, I, think I it's forget 10. exactly. I think it's um, sixty dollars for the whole year, maybe seventy. Yeah, that sounds about right. 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 Yeah. So it's not really that bad. Um, but we also weren't using it, right? And right. we have so many other subscriptions. It's like, okay, what's what's going to go away? What are we using versus what what we aren't? So, um, 
Uh, we found access to other Pirates of the Caribbean, but this one in particular, this last one, we found our only access to it was through TBS. And I was like, I was like interested. Mm. I was like, huh, this one's shorter than all the others because all the others have been like two and a half hours plus. And this one's only two hours. And then come to find out, no, it's two and a half hours. It's just uh, the television version of this one. They cut out 30 minutes. So now I feel cheated and feel like I haven't watched the full actual version of it. So Wow. Um, well, I would say you haven't. Um, so that's I'm we're going to need to rewatch it to find out what they cut out. Um, probably a lot continues. of probably a lot of the gore and and it, it did feel like there were bits and pieces of it. It's like, huh, that was an interesting transition from this to that. So uh, bits bits of the storyline, but anyway, um, so that uh, my favorite uh, YouTube content creators. I've been kind of keeping up with with those and and. Um, and, and, and watching, watching the, the YouTubes from the content creator, content creators that I follow, that I subscribe to. And a little empires and puzzles on the side as well. Yeah. And empires and puzzles. Just one, another thing that I can do while, while on my, on my exercise bike, I can often slide uh, do, do, uh, burn, burn up my my energy resources on ENP. Are so. there, um, here's a, here's a question. Um, are there any virtual reality games that are compatible with standing bikes? Mm. And Sally, would you be open okay. to playing those games if they did exist? Something like, like Tron or something. <laughs> Virtual reality game. Huh. This is I guess this is more a shout out to any video game developers who happen okay. to be hardcore um developers. Well but I mean, somehow and... interested in a para casual experience. The the and I do need to say that for those of you, I mean, and obviously none of you know except for Sewell Tom because he's in my living room. My exercise bike is not like uh like it's not like a Peloton bike. It's not like the ones that are in the gym where it has like handlebars or a screen above it or anything like that. It's a seat and the pedals. Um. So you're talking uh, about it's, it's, um, it's, it's, a pedal boat virtual reality a, game, right? Mm -hmm. so. Being a paddle boat, um, going around seeing scenes. Maybe maybe it's a um, it's a small world virtual reality ride, and you can just pedal and and go in a loop around that famous Disney okay. uh, attraction. So one time you did that for me the other day when I was pedaling, you you just I was singing a It's YouTube. a Small World After All while you were pedaling. No, you, you put you a illusion. you put a YouTube of uh of a tour around the south of France. Oh yeah, so. the virtual tours that you can put on. Yeah, those are cool. Those are really cool. Those are fun to yeah. exercise too. So I mean, there there are less expensive options out there than than of course those expensive 
Well, I think Green Stego is just talking rigs or the ones where you can like, you know, I, I, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm really getting into this exercise bike. And this is kind of like a cheaper one where I can, that I bought originally just so that I could pedal and, and move while sitting and watching TV. But do I want to take it to the next level and looked at like how much that Peloton bike was and oh my God. It's like okay, no, that I'm I'm not gonna take it to that level. I can get my um, I can get my movement and exercise in without. Uh, so you don't uh, that kind of investment. That that's a crazy amount of investment. You don't recommend right the, the Peloton bike. I mean, I guess for I mean, it you could look at it two ways. One, if if you have the money for it, um, okay. But, uh, and you can look at, if you have that money and you put that money into it and you say, okay, well, I spent this amount of money. I spent $2,500 on this thing, so I should get on and use it. It can't Um, be more expensive than one of those like DX racer gaming chairs, right? Oh, it's way more expensive. Really? Really? It's like to, I think the 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 cheapest is like twenty two hundred something like that. Good lord! But it's um, but then you end up having to um, and then you get and then you have the um, you have to get all of the accessories in order to actually. Like you, you need a mat to go underneath the bike so it doesn't like slide all over your floor and. Well, maybe you um, could offset the cost of the bike by hooking it up to your uh, to a generator, and <laughs> you can run some of your refrigerator. Right. Um, I mean, that was what I was going to say. If you're going to put the investment into it, maybe that's enough of a motivation. It's like, well, hey, I just shelled out twenty five hundred dollars for this, so I need to actually. But that's the whole fallacy of people saying, okay, ha- having a gym membership, right? I'm paying $50 a month, so I might as well just go and and do the gym. Oh, and that's the other thing with Peloton is if you want access to their um, to their biking classes, the, the virtual classes, you have to pay an additional $40 a month. Yeah. That's a shame. So, oh, wow. yeah, it's just, it's, it's a, com- it's a commitment. Like I said, if you, if you have the resources and, and you're into cycling, okay. But for me, it's just like, wow, that's way more of an investment than, and my little, my little cheap bike <laughs> is working just fine and gives me the, I have an ex, I have a heart monitor type watch and I can see how much my heart rate goes up when I'm doing it. And I think I'm doing, because so, I'm so really just moving to. if you add the cost of your to, bike and the heart monitor watch, you're at to, Peloton. I, I, I'm, I, I'm um, getting the amount of movement that I need for, for my own personal safety. I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, not trying to train for any kind of cycling yeah. or you can just get the, get the resources. If you happen to enjoy it, get the resources to just go buy yourself an actual bike and get out there and bike like, yeah. Other members of our family have done. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, 
right, there back we to, go. Back to the pentology. All right. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, you can. So that's a, so that's what the I'm funny doing. Bone says yeah. you can make a few DIY cosmetic modifications to make your your bike look like a sparrow, uh, bringing it back <laughs> to destiny as always. Uh, so there's a virtual reality that I would be totally into. Sparrow back to racing, SRL virtual like, reality. Could wow. it yeah. be that I could pedal and then be on a virtual reality, feel like I'm like on my pedaling my sparrow through the Destiny <laughs> uh, universe? Oh my God, I would do that in a heartbeat. So yeah, uh, yeah Bungie, the, get right on that. <laughs> the scourge of the past segment where you're being chased by the burning servitor. You're pedaling yeah. for your life. You could just, man, I up. know I would, that would I be so much fun. I want that now. I want that I now. do. I want it. Oh my <laughs> God. That would be so much fun. So You're on the broken streets of the EDZ being chased by a pike gang. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so, great. Well, so hopefully, cool. I'm, I'm so hoping cool. that um, by now we have enough material to cobble together some sort of episode two, despite the technical difficulties in the first half of the show. Um, so yeah, you're, I'm you're going to have some editing to do. Yeah. Let's wrap it up and say goodbye to the peoples. Uh, everyone in chat. Thank you for All joining right. us. Shout out to, uh, fractious heart and the, the funny bone for joining us today. And green stego, as always, uh, you managed to save the day and we appreciate you hopping on with us and discussing, uh, Peloton bikes. So, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, um, you know, many have, um, well, no one has called me an expert on Peloton bikes except for today. And I appreciate the appreciation. All right. Appreciating the appreciation. Um, that's a, that's a, a good yeah. thought. I am in, uh, Excited to hop on, possibly get uh, not both my pel- both my exercise bike and Destiny. I'm excited to do maybe some raiding with our our core raid team, hopefully sometime this weekend. So, do we have like a, a consistent sign off for this for this podcast? Like we don't, but we actually should come up with one. I I know that. Uh, other podcasts ha- uh, kind of have that. Yeah, um, it seems customary. Yeah, follow. It, follow it what does. Everybody it else seems does. like a nice, what nice way to uh, say goodbye. But we'll kind of have to think about that. Yeah. Um, and come up with that. But in the meantime, just say. Yeah, this has been uh, uh, episode two of the Paracasual Destiny podcast. We thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at uh, para, uh, Paracasual P. Of course, you can email us at uh, paracasualpodcast at gmail, uh, and uh, you can find us on YouTube as well under the same name. Uh, Thanks, folks, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.